Hi guys, welcome back to my steps to sobriety. Today I have got 10 points in 10 minutes with Aaron Solly. Okay, my first point goes back to when I was in high school. Uh, we had uh, a basketball coach that would share a, a message with us at the beginning of every practice. And this is when we were warming up. We were all in a semicircle around the gym and doing stretching. And one of the members of my team would be, would be leading this stretching. And then my coach would be walking behind us and he would just keep repeating this phrase over and over again. And he would say, 80% of the game is between your ears. 80% of the game is between your ears. Now, back then, he didn't share anything more than that. He just said that statement, and then we were off running faster, jumping higher, learning the offensive plays and the defensive plays. Uh, and it didn't, you know, back then, I was more worried about my physical fitness versus the, the mental side of things, because in high school, I didn't know what that meant, uh, having, you know, focusing on the mental side of the game. And it, it took me years later to clue into what he was trying to say and what, uh, you know, what message he was hoping us for us to, uh, to hear in his message there. Uh, so I encourage you to to consider that. And 80% is a, you know, it's it's more about the majority of life, I would say, is about the mental side, the the mental uh, your mindset, if you will. And just consider that when you're when you're coming up against struggles and hurdles, is that something to consider? Uh, the other thing that that I learned, and this actually learned I learned from my mom uh, when I I almost failed grade four. In grade five, she was adamant that I was going to learn how to. Um, how to how to study better and how to do better in school. And so uh, I, I begrudgingly didn't want to do it, but every day after school, uh, we had to sit down and read the social studies textbook uh, for 15, 20 minutes every day. And, and I was totally against it. And yet we did it every day. And surprisingly, uh, when the time to do the test, I got, I think, one wrong. Uh, and my, my teacher was actually surprised because I got th the test done so quickly that he had me go back and sit down and review it again because he wasn't used to me getting the, the exams or the little quizzes done so quickly. Uh, but that taught me. I felt amazing after that. And it taught me that a little bit each day can go a long way as far as reaching goals. So that's something that's important to consider with goals that you have. The other thing that I learned uh, as far as a tool, if you're looking for a tool to help you, especially if you're stressed out, if you're anxious, uh, journaling is a proven method. There's research out there that shows, uh, and I even mentioned this in, in, in my book, because there's studies that have been done around journaling where people, uh, their depression drops, their anxiety drops, their immune system thrives just from writing out, uh, you know, their stresses, their anxieties, their, their dreams, their aspirations. So journaling every day can be a huge benefit. And another thing that I learned that I think would be important for you to be aware of, especially if you're someone that's that's struggling with depression, or maybe you don't call it depression, maybe you call it you know that those dark times or those times when I just feel stuck. Uh, I, uh, a counselor gave me some a really good perspective to look at depression, and that it's it, it actually is anger turn inward, and if you don't have a good relationship to anger. Uh, this is where you may want to look at it and look at safe and supportive ways to work through your anger and be able to feel what's uh, what's underneath it, okay? And the other the other point I wanna make ties into that, and it's a little song that I, I made up with my, my five-year-old son recently, is that feelings are okay. And we, we sing along, feelings are okay, feelings are okay. It's okay to feel your feelings every day. And this is another point that's really important 
to be aware of is that any type of feeling, anger, sadness, happiness, joy, uh, nervousness, they're all good. And it's, it's not a matter of avoiding them. It's a matter of being present to them. And the more you can be present with your feelings and become more aware of them, the, the more you're going to be able to get out of life what you're, what you're looking to achieve. And another thing I want to share with you that was a huge goal that I, um, I guess a realization as far as a goal for me, uh, and it was when I was doing my counseling a diploma program, is I set a goal, and my goal was self-love. It was just those two words, self-love. And if you're in a place where you're stuck, if you're in a place where you're challenged in your life, if you just focus on loving yourself, and I know it may sound kind of woo-woo-y or touchy-feely, but it's about being you know, supportive to you, compassionate to you, because I was a person who was always give, give, give to other people uh, and never had, never gave myself time uh, and consideration. So if you're one of those people, love yourself. You know, say I love you to yourself. Do things that you love to do. Take care of your yourself in a loving way and, and watch how that can change your perspective. Because once you know how to love yourself, it's amazing how you then can give that love to other people in your life. Uh, the other thing that uh, that was a huge learning for me is this idea of being open, uh, open to new ideas, open to meeting new people, open to new ways of doing things. Uh, I've always been open to learning uh, and, and growing and reading books and taking courses. And if you can step into being open and, and that there may be another way, uh, you know, through your struggle, an, an, another way to reach your career goals or to start that business that you want to do is be open to, to looking at not just doing it the same way that you may have been taught how to do. Uh, and you'd be surprised what may come out of that. Uh, and the other thing that's been, uh, you know, I, I've actually done this all throughout my life is asking for help. And asking for help can be hard for people. It's, it can feel like if you're asking for help, you're admitting that you don't know what you know, you don't know what you're doing. Uh, you're, you're stupid, you're not smart enough. And it's not about that. It's about actually recognizing that asking for help, there's power in it. It's, it's saying that, hey, I, I want to accomplish something and I recognize that I don't know exactly how to do that right now and I need someone to help me with that. So I, I asked my grade 12 English teacher for help because we had a huge project to do at the end of, of the year and I was going to fail grade 12 if I didn't ask for help. So there's motivation there, but asking for help from her, she actually lit up and was excited to help me with this project. So you'd be surprised when you ask for help from people, how it actually... Be, they may actually become very excited and, and want to just see and find ways that they can support you. And on that note, it's also important to do as much as you can to surround yourself with like-minded people who uh, provide a safe and uh, you know supportive place for you to come and 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 ask for help, but also share your ideas and and that have common goals that you. Because if you're if you're able to be around people that are maybe looking to write a book or start a business or uh, you know, succeed in a sales uh, or, or um, professional career at some point. Surrounding yourself by those people that have the same mindset of you, maybe they're family oriented and you're looking to be a better parent. It's amazing by being in that type of community, what can do to help you move forward and find new ways of doing things. And the, and the other thing when it comes to uh, mental health and some of the things that I've recognized over the years, uh, as, fine, as far as a final point, is use the tools that work for you. You're going to hear about all these different tools from people, uh, even some that I mentioned here today, right? And they may not work for you, and that's okay, right? If if exercise helps with your mental health, then exercise, right? If eating right helps with your mental health, then 
eat healthy foods, right? If going to workshops and, and hiring a coach or a counselor works for you, then, then do that. Just access resources that work for you, that help with maybe your learning style or the best way that you can, uh, you know, uh, change your habits. Just look for ways to be able to do that. And you'd be amazed that if you uh, approach the, the tools that work, um, that meet your needs, you're going to be able to achieve whatever you want to achieve in, in your life. So, thanks so much. Amazing. What a beautiful summary of such important points. 10 points in 10 minutes with Aaron Sommer. <laughs>